search methods. Hello and welcome to the Research Methods podcast of the Management Center Innsbruck. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Bogristov. In the previous episodes, we talked already about what discrete choice experiment method is and how you can develop the attributes and levels for a discrete choice experiment. The question is, how can you run the experiment on your own? How can you do it? And there are two things we have to tackle. The first one is how you develop the options, the selection options or decision options. And the second one is how can you import it to any kind of software and how you can do it. I'm going to give you only some of the examples and I hope they help you in developing your own discrete choice experiment. First, you have to start with a table. You have your product, which you would like to test, and you have the number of attributes and number of levels. So just make the attributes and the levels, put them into rows and columns and see what you have. It should be the table where you know how many attributes you have and how many levels for each attribute you have. After you have it, you can understand already where it goes to you you have to create different combinations of all these levels and all the attributes and you have to test all possible combination on of the all attributes and all levels the more levels and the more attributes you have the more combinations you will have that's why usually we try to simplify that and we pick randomly selected attributes and level and try to test them here is important to know that, of course, you have to sort out those combinations which are inappropriate. For example, if you have the different types of price, let's say you have four prizes and you start with 10,000 euro, then you go to 11, 12, 13,000 euros. And you have the attribute, let's say the car, which can be with a very powerful engine and having or not having air conditioner system, having the leather interior, having the fabric interior, and let's say different colors. As you imagine, it doesn't really make sense to compare the car which has the leather interior, the most powerful engine, um, any color, to the lowest price against the same car with any other attribute and level with the highest price. Because if you have the lowest price with the best combination of other goods, everybody would prefer this option. That's why this option is not really interesting for the experiment, because you already know the answer. And you have to try to have the combinations which do not lay like in two opposite positions. The one is you can have it all for low price or you can have nothing of it for high price. It doesn't really make sense. There is a specific software which can help you to produce this combination in an optimal way. And I think it comes from Australia. If you look for discrete choice experiment or conjoint analysis software Australia, you will find it. And if you are from Australia, you can even receive, if I'm correct, about 15% discount. Those who are not from Australia have to find another way. Are there different other options? Yes, of course there are. And there is a very nice document which you can find online. It's freely available. It's the document from 1982. And this is the document written by George Cocor, Tom Adler, William Hyman, and Bruce Onnett. It is the guide to forecasting travel demand with direct utility assessment. And they went through different combinations of different attributes and different levels, and they already proposed some tables which can help you develop a good experiment. 
this is not the best option, but it is already an option uh, and it will help you to reduce your sample to something more or less plausible. Remember, if you have many attributes and many levels and you create all possible combinations of these attributes and levels and probably you will need a sample of I don't know how many hundreds or thousand people, it depends on how many attributes and levels you have. Using this document will help you slightly reduce the number of the experiments you have to run. At the end of the document, it is the page 217 in the PDF which I found online and the 197 in the document. They describe the index of experimental plans, it's called. And they give it a table where they write about experiment plan number. This is the first column. Then you have the number of variables you have in your experiment. And uh, then you have the number of levels for each of the variables you have. And then you have the number of tests required. And uh, then you have also uh, a proposition about how to combine different things for your experiment, how to find the optimal way to have the highest significance and the best effects where you can really estimate all the effects you need with the lowest number of tests you have to run. I just give you an example. So we had the car and we had the idea that we have for this car, let's say some attributes. I just try to find something more or less plausible and we have the model 35A. Uh, this is the model for three variables. The first variable has two levels and two variables are coded on three levels. So if you take our car and we have the color, this is the first variable with two levels, the red car against the black car. And then we have the power of engine. This is the second variable and we introduce a three level, let's say 30 uh, kilowatts. And then we make the 35 and 40 kilowatts. And finally, we have the third attribute, which is the price, and we introduce also the three levels. We say that one car costs 10,000 euros, the second one 11, and then 12,000 euros. So you have already the uh, model, which would be 35A, and the test explains how many tests you have to run. It means each person has to see nine tests at least, so make nine comparison. This would be great and you can see what kind of master plan you have to use and they say this is the master plan number three and here are the columns which you have to use from your master plan so you look at your table with the attributes with the levels you look at the correct columns and you look at the master plan number three which comes later in the document i think it is the page 210 in the document and to help 230 in the pdf and you see already the plan and how you can what kind of comparison you can make. And you need nine trials, as I told you previously, and there is the combination of attributes you have to introduce in order to have the best result from your study. It is not the best solution, as you see, first of all, it's old and probably it's, I don't know, how efficient they were at the moment by calculating all the possible combinations. And the second issue is, of course, that you are restricted by the table of plans and it can happen that you have more variables or you have these variables on different levels and you just cannot find the plan which is feeding your research. But it is a good way to start and if it is the first experiment you do, I would recommend you to use this document. The software which you can buy in Australia makes pretty the same. You enter the your levels, you enter your attributes, you make some restrictions. For example, you say that you don't want to have the combination of the best uh, levels from all attributes combined with the lowest price and vice versa. And then the software makes a calculation for you and proposes you already the 
products which you have to show to the participants of your experiment. Finally, what we have else is the nice plugin for the conjoint uh, analysis, uh, which I will refer in the description of the episode where you can find it. It's called SDT Conjoint. You can find it freely available. This tool can help you to do almost the same. You enter all your attributes and all the levels. You say what kind of attributes and levels combinations you wouldn't like to have in your experiment. And then this program exports in PHP that I, and in the next episode, I'm going to explain you what you should do with this PHP file. This plugin has an issue which we discovered it makes really different combinations and I had already a situation where my participants had to compare completely equal products. So the same car of the same color of the same power of engine to the same price two times. Uh, because each time you sort something out, you forget that you, or at least this plugin doesn't sort out the same options. And coincidentally, it can happen that you will randomly select attributes and levels, which will be the same for two products. This was at least one of the shortcomings I found with this plugin. I wish you good luck in developing options for your discretious experiment, and let me know if I can help any further. Don't forget to rate us. You can leave the command by the website of the podcast, which is mci4research.podbean.com. Thank you for staying with us, and I wish you all the best.